Okay, so we're here with the barbecue man, and uh, I'm super excited. I'm super excited to keep this conversation going. Uh, so the first thing I wanted to ask you, Randall, is that given the one of the key advantages of having a food truck is mobility. Uh, you get to move around. You get to kind of choose where you want to be for the day and what customers you want to service. But how important is a location when you own a food truck? Is it really important to find a location, or do you feel as though um, you know you can just be here today, be there tomorrow, and and if a if a spot works, it works. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work, and keep it moving. I think um, for my design of what we have going on. Um, I'm mobile. I'll pull up in your backyard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, call the number, recipes and barbecue, you know, uh, <laughs> shameless plug. But uh, I don't have any limitations. I think that was the initial vision. Um, I don't like to feel um, restricted. I think some of the brick and mortar models of today, um, they're kind of fading away. And then you see things like the COVID pandemics right. and things like that. Uh, a lot of businesses suffered. And I feel for us, um, not that we didn't suffer and not that we didn't have to make any adjustments or things, but the reality of being mobile at a time like this, I believe there's a need for it more as well as um, the reality of um, just trying to manage the brick and mortar space and having people not moving around to you. You right. know, so I feel like, you know, the I'll come to you thing. It's that's a little bit what my mind was thinking about, period. And right now it's a convenient time, um, a permanent location. We've explored that, hence our present circumstance. I think that's for um, our I like to say fan base, but it's not like everybody's just a fan of our barbecue. But we're beginning, you know, the term followers. I hate that word, but it's like, you know, but yeah, please follow sounds us on real Instagram. Cultish. Yeah, recipes real and barbecue at recipes and barbecue. I'm sorry. <laughs> Become a follower. Yeah, no. Yeah, follow barbecue, man. Let me be your barbecue, man. But uh, uh, basically, that, that whole piece of being mobile, being available, um, and, and that you have to have somewhere. Where people can come to you. Yes. So, you know, to spend a couple of days out the week, make sure that I think, again, with the marketing, and we're working on that, we're learning on it. And uh, it's just, it's, it's something for us where, again, I like the idea of being mobile, but you have to sit down to make some money. So, you know, at least if you're going to be mobile, maybe hit some tours, hit some events, something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? And be able to stay uh, uh, for a few days, fairs, and things like that. That's still, to me, setting up you know staying for a little while and you can do that and bounce around i think in today's world some people are even going into communities the ice cream man drives around the community and when you hear that song you go ahead and poke your head outside real quick man and so the same thing i have a little song for my barbecue nice. trailer nice no. oh okay i was gonna say the barbecue jingle <laughs> yeah man we do a barbecue <laughs> jingle i've been around the corner let the smoke out you know what i'm saying the kids come running it's the barbecue it's man the kids adults come, come running kids as come well running. you know what i mean and i'm giving out ribs <laughs> and scoops of smoked Gouda mac and cheese. You know what I'm saying? Just imagine like a rib and a waffle cone. You yeah, just pass man. It out now to the you kids. might be creating something. That's called a nap, brother. You sound like you create sleep. <laughs> so oh, with um, with food delivery, yes. food delivery becoming like this big, huge spike, especially right now with people at home. Do you feel like food trucks and food delivery clash with each other, or can they work together? 
Um, food trucks and food deliveries can. I think they work together more often. Um, I, I think with that, it's just about your business's budget. Some people use third parties. Um, I like to control. And so you talked about serving the community in the previous uh, episode that we were doing. And so it talked about, um, you know, how do we serve our community? So one of the things that I'm uh, I'm not unnerved about, but that I like to control some controls. You got to put some in, in the business, any business. You got to have some controls. I like to you can't control it all, though. But you know what I mean? I would like to control some of the presentation of my food, yes. especially on my initial contacts. You know, gotcha. so we're not going to just open up our business at a new location and say, hey, third party, I want you to come and take these plates over. And then I don't know what that really looks like. And then there are multiple companies and I'm not discriminating against any company and their practices. But I would like to control that. And I think that's important for a small business because one time your food coming out not right, undone, not placed or whatever that can be a big impact and today with social media and all the other things said i would rather have the control of me knowing that i served that plate and that you got what i intended for you to have to the best of my ability we make mistakes so we've remedied those you know maybe you miss a, a, an item you know what i mean and i'm i'm trying to show love as best that i can because I'm like, how did I do that? You right. know, and so again, I don't want to necessarily put that responsibility and that pressure on someone else, especially in the times where you're kind of starting to serve a community or population that you're sitting in. Right. You don't want to like put all this work into the plate. Plates looking magnificent when you hand it off, but by the time it actually gets to the customer, it's the plate's topsy turvy. It's it. cold. The ribs is inside the mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. The mac and cheese look a little weird. And it's and fire. Like, and and they're like, man, this is so good. Yeah, but, but you, it looks but crazy. But like, no, you're like, when I sent it off, it didn't look like that. What no, happened in did, between? It didn't. You know, and I got to explain that. So, uh, <laughs> but it's still going to taste that, good. He said, that food's still going to be it's, fire. Yeah, though. you heard that? Oh, I'm sorry. You listen, <laughs> so when the though. mac and the ribs actually touch, it's, 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 a, give it's you a thing. You know, it's really, you could get a loaded mac and put a rib on top here. We can do that for you. Okay, so we're talking about kind of the future and um, how you're kind of uh, integrated with with the world around you. So I wanted to talk more about social media because I think you do a really good job at keeping up your social media presence. Mm-hmm. I think that your Instagram and Facebook, at least from what I've seen, you do a really good job of showing off how how tasty the food is, <laughs> how tasty it looks. You could almost smell the photos. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> it's a sensory so, experience. Yeah, it's a full sensory experience. Yeah, you got a Everything VR mask, bro. You got a VR mask? <laughs> Look, that's going to be... <laughs> <laughs> you put that That's mask on, man, <laughs> and just drink a cup of water. <laughs> yeah, Look, you, if we buy you some of your sauce, buy some of your sauce, keep it near us. Yes, just Use smell the sauce. Oh, bro, you got it. it. You got it. <laughs> it's actually a barbecue suit you can put on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can put on a barbecue suit. But with the social media, what was, yes. uh, what was important for you with uh, your brand and, and getting that across with social media? And do you manage your social media or did you find somebody to do it for you? I, I've, I've tried to find someone. If you know anybody else, we are looking for some uh, social media assistance. That's a, another thing. We, we are always open to uh, contribute and, and, and help other businesses as well. Um, the... Social media thing is it's a whole thing, man. It's a it's, it's exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> um, it is yeah. an exhausting thing. I think, you know, just to manage if you have a personal profile and a business page and then this and then that and the crossover. So uh, I paid somebody for a time. Yeah, it worked well. I yeah. thought it was good. But. Because you kind of just want to run the business, but you, you realize that's a branch of the business. You're like, all right, this is very a important part. today. Yeah, a part. Um, so what I would say in that if you're looking for 
um, opportunity to grow your brand with social media, I I would put that in your your budget for your business. And I would recommend, again, finding someone that does the style that you like in helping their business and trying to find it. And I think it needs to be someone that hasn't. If you're a smaller business, I would focus on someone not necessarily saying they have to have a small business. You want someone experienced, but, you know, keep it within your budget and somebody that will give you the type of content that you're looking for and the intimacy to give you, you know, um, that that product, you know, the design you want, at least because some people you might start paying and not getting what you're paying for. Excuse me. And so um, I don't I didn't have that that experience where I paid and didn't get what I wanted. But I would I, you pay before you saw or would you do like a trial run? That's well, that's the thing. I think everybody does things a little bit different. Um, I, I, I'm more so about paying people and getting the product. I okay. want to know what you can do. I want to pay you. Um, I'm not necessarily about the auto pay and keeping it going. Let's get yeah. some specifics. And let's see and what we'll that looks like. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And we assess it. Let's see what my 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 uh, uh, maybe some drafts. Some people, and like I said, I've did everything from Fiverr to working with people that already had experience, and I can see their portfolio a little bit. Nice. Um, and and just kind of looking at both. And and right now for social media management, it wasn't that unreasonable to compensate somebody for that service and take that off your conscience. Right. But in building the brand and with some of the skills that I had and some of my personality typing, I'm like, man, I have the software i have the right type of computer i have some of the background knowledge to do my graphic design i actually did my own logos and made all the vectors and stuff myself nice. so that was a blessing in cutting costs yes for my signage and stuff so you know use your skills when you can but like did i have time now <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Really so, now? No, we gotta I, find somebody. I didn't yeah. have time to, to really get the energy into my own personal business. Honestly, the uh, another thing I don't know where our next question will go, but I I, I would like to just share in this. Yeah, go I stopped my job. Yeah, go. go I stopped the corporate. Let's go into it. Work environment to pursue some of what we're doing more full time. Were put you, more energy. Were you at all nervous? unnerved absolutely i have a fam unnerved absolutely i think that's that's something that you're going going to experience and now as a man in today's world and we talk about being a uh, a black male in today's world learning how to manage anxiety learning how to push through um, issues of insecurity and uncertainty i think are uh, supremely important so for me i had the uh, opportunity to put my mind in the weight room and to work through some of those dilemmas and it took time it took time and and i'm working through those things still it's it's moving with confidence we're doing great i love it but the feelings it's every day you know we're still in the midst of you know some crises in the world we i still look at the news and the media but through that one thing that i can say is i've had fidelity in my design of perseverance i've had fidelity in my design of love um a term that i familiarize myself with and shout out to justin clarity um uh, he's a friend from california also a graduate phd alum of uh, university of arkansas uh helped me uh tremendously but uh civic tenderness and uh, understanding that process of tenderization on uh, multiple levels and really just like I said getting myself prepared um, for the journey that was before me because I knew the task was like it's like knowing that you're about to go experience Mount Everest yeah. it's like walking yeah. 
I'm in the pit. I always tell people I'm in the pit. You know, I'm in the pit, and I'm knowing I'm going down deep down in the pit. Comfort zone was back at home, and you're like <laughs> everything was real comfortable. I was on the couch, but now. I'm leaving my job. I'm going after what I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. I'm climbing Mount Everest. I'm yeah, going I'm climbing Everest. I'm climbing Everest. And I've worked, um, I, I could probably, I think we might want to save it for another, I don't know how much time you have on that type of stuff, man. I've worked a lot of different jobs, I'll say. I've worked, maybe, uh, I would. I could count them, but man, probably I'd say legitimately we go through them, maybe 20 to 22 legitimate like jobs, W-2s, everything from Walgreens, Sears, uh, Pacifica Pizza. I've worked at camps. Uh, I've designed uh, I, well camps. I, we did a lot of different works, and I got a lot of vocational skill in there. Everything from leadership and counseling and crisis intervention to working with my hands and learning some trades, driving tractors, large operating machinery, putting my first chainsaw in my hands. So you know, just vocationally diverse. I was excited about working, but I knew that I had a passion once I seen all the different opportunities that were available to, you know, as work and and, um, that I could do and generate money. I was like, man, I don't want to work for anybody else. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, uh, I'm raised in uh, my father, uh, Kevin Shakir. Um, He is uh, an entrepreneurial mind and he uh, uh, birthed you know a lot of that in me as well to see my father not um you know settle for working for other individuals for his existence yeah i i don't think it's it definitely has its benefits to work for a company and things but in today's world i believe it possible to focus your energy towards manifesting that thing that you you love and putting the the energy and motivation to do that it's very possible and so that's what you're doing that's that's what i'm trying to do as well i think we're doing I was it's like say, human it's being right yeah, yeah we're I was happening say, it's happening right now yeah now it's happening right now yeah man um so okay let's let's kind of keep going from right there because i think that's really when we talk about entrepreneurship when we talk about small businesses that's the biggest fear that everyone has what if it doesn't work out i gave up my job mm-hmm. it's over for me like you said fear In your opinion, um, and this actually, (laughs) I'm bridging in from the first part of the episode, so tune into that first part if you want if you want context on this. But you said fear in a lot of ways is the antithesis to love. You said it wasn't hate; it's actually fear. Yes. And so, is it is it just that you're just kind of running on your love right now? You're running on the love of what you do, and so those thoughts of like, what if this doesn't work out or all that different type of stuff, you can just push that kind of, you can push those thoughts away. You can get that out of I'm, your head. I'm exercising physical discipline. I can use some words to say what I'm using, you know what I mean? But the reality of my movement is, is requiring tremendous discipline and patterns of consistency and, and a lot of work and sweat and like, you know, uh, perspiration literally and like, you know, mental perspiration. I don't even know what that feels like, but it's, it's like my brain is sweating, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, you know what I'm saying? That's like the bro- first time I've ever <laughs> Your brain never sweat before, About the brain sweat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I'm. Yeah, bro, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, straight up, bro. So it's like it's it's, <laughs> it's like man, you know, I've, I've I've put it in in the in the mind, but now the manifestation it has to happen physically. It has to. It requires work, and so yeah. a lot of people get get in that place where they're not uh, able to move physically and they're moving mentally. Mm-hmm. And like I had to put it both it all together, and that's the. That's the 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 difficulty, um, I think, of it all. And um, what's what I'm learning is that there's not enough time in the day 
it's like uh, you'll let the day get a jump on you, man. I wake up before the sun rises. I try to at least every day. I'm, I'm up, you know, four or five o'clock, you know, and um, I got a routine with my dogs. And that's a whole nother thing for my enjoyment. But also that's a business. I invest in my dogs because yeah. I put the time into them. I, I breed American bullies. Um, and so, you know, we've produced a couple of, of beautiful dogs and, and I'm preparing for another litter. Um, you can follow at Cannabully Kennels if you care about our dogs and you'd like to see any of that. But, uh, man, just putting energy into things, everything like uh, the best analogy that I could say um, for even what I'm doing. I've been saying grass. Like it's like everybody, you know, wants a, a nice yard. Everybody thinks about, you know, even for the context of being black, you know, it's like, oh, I want my 40 acres. And uh, what you going you, you ain't going to cut your grass. You know what I mean? Like and most people, they say they want a house, but, you know, you, you won't even cut your front yard or backyard. You know, that's the thing. I still got to cut my front yard and backyard. And so I'm learning how to manage myself but also the responsibilities of my territory and as you enlarge your territory and as you pray for an enlarged territory you're asking for an increase of responsibility so now you probably need to develop the disciplines to carry the workload like you know what i mean and so you got to hit that weight room you got to do the things that you need to do to refine yourself to carry the mantle that's before you and so that's the refining process but it starts here in the mind and then it seems to transition for me into that and it's not just for me to just say the mind is all because i'm a spiritual person as well and so you know my meditations and my relationship with god is firstly of importance for me um to really you know stay connected and to have a superlative for me in the times of despair and in the times where i'm lacking energy because in my superlative uh and uh, the perspectives that I'm, I'm living in and worshiping through it's it's living at the highest you know it's being to the utmost it's not settling you know no longer am i uh, uh um, living in in the mindset of being the lender you know i mean not being the borrower but being the lender and and just really transforming and renewing my mind not conforming to these worldly patterns and living it out is different than talking about it right. for sure you know and expressing myself individually and understanding you know um that you know, my relationship with the creator is my relationship with the creator has been a beautiful thing and motivating for me as well. That's ultimately where it's coming from. It's like any goodness that you're seeing manifest before you is God really manifests in me. But I don't give the credit to say, like, I'm trying to be a God or I'm perfect in no way. But the good things that are happening, it's like I got to give shout outs to God. You like, got to straight up. You bro. got to. 100%. Because uh, I think that was kind of the common theme with everyone who I interviewed. They always brought it back to faith. They were saying yeah. you got to have faith. You got to believe in something. Yeah, you got to have it. Um, you know, not necessarily specifying any particular one thing to believe in, but you have to believe in something. There has to be something that mm -hmm. gives you that motivation, that inspiration. Absolutely. For me, man, I, I met, you know, I met the faith of Christianity at an early time in my walk. And so I was rooted in the Bible a lot. Um, and I still am. I love the biblical text and, and I love the scriptures, but I also recognize the importance of living them out. And that's the difference. Like some people ain't walking out their faith. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? And yeah. so for me, it was important. And based on my definition of understanding for myself and just really trying to pursue that relationship, you know, you can utter back words to your father. But what's more important, like it's like listening to and doing the behaviors. It's not just mimicking anymore. It's not regurgitation. You know, it's that process. So, again, for us really in this business, it has been a manifested thing of faith. It's a, it's a toil of prayer and a shout out now, you know, um, 
um, you know, I've looked at even removing the J from the context uh, of it and looking at, you know, Yahshua and exploring the language and the, the purity in different contexts and really expounding my perspective about God and really looking at how it's relevant now. Because we can think about heaven and think about the things that are yet to come. But what's important is right now, you know, and so I'm trying to do the things that are important in the moment. And uh, it's difficult managing that, honestly. Um, and, and I'm not perfect by far, but our, our, like I said, my whole toil and design for my business is, um, you know, ultimately to serve people well and to, you know, give glory, glory to God through my business. So that was actually going to be my question. So, so bringing it back to recipes and barbecue with your brand, we'd mentioned a bit of your brand, but what is the, what is the feeling? What is the message that you want to convey to people who come and they support you? Um, your customers, what is that brand that you want them to identify whenever they see the recipes and barbecue sign? What do you want them to feel? Mm, I want them to feel love. Like, again, that's a good word. It's easy. Maybe other people have been using that, but um, I want them to feel courage. I want them to feel, you know, motivated to, you know, move beyond um, their their comfort zone, like you were saying, and to stretch out, you know, and love is, a lot of people think about love and they think about the fluffy, but also I think about the sacrifice. It's like, I tell the story of this trailer. I tell the story of me, you know, parking this sucker and I painted it and double rustoleum the floors and going through the process of manifestation. You know what I mean? It's the process of toil and, you know, things breaking and just taking time and spending money and not making money and all that. And it's a part of it. And I think it's a beautiful part of it. It's like, you know what I mean? Um, I, I don't know. I couldn't, I, I, I wouldn't want it to go any different. You know, like if it was just blown up, somebody came and offered me a million dollars, I wouldn't feel like it was real. I'm not saying I wouldn't sell my business. If you would like to buy recipes and <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could talk about it. But no, the reality of it is, is that like you know, um, for us, uh, it's 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 really about you know enjoying this time and being able to offer you know something that we feel is quality. Oh, uh, offer something that is is of quality uh, uh, to the people that we enjoy. So. Um, again, I, I don't know if I answered that question because I kind of f- forgot what it was. But um, <laughs> now nah, you did a great job. Uh, you, it's I bring bringing quality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got there though. He said we got there. We got to the finish. Yeah, line. I think we got there. bringing quality to the people who enjoy the food and and, and sharing that love. You brought it back to you said yeah, it's just it kind of like I think you said your grandparents' backyard. Absolutely, yep, I'm gonna take so. you back to grandma house. Yep. So yeah. that's that's actually really good. And so. Um, when it comes to naming a business, coming up with the logo, mm. um, how important was it for you to really spend time and, and, and make those decisions with recipes and barbecue? Um, like, how, how important was it for you to really, like, marinate on that and to feel really good that this is going to be the name for the business? How do you um, feel about that name? I like it. I like To me, the thing is, I like names when they're, like, straightforward. Yes. You know what I mean? And I feel like I know what I'm getting here. Yeah, <laughs> I know what I'm getting. Theirs is called the food truck. <laughs> you know what you're getting. <laughs> food truck. At the food truck. <laughs> yeah, food truck. You getting some food truck you're experience. Getting some food truck you getting some food truck. Yeah, you want to go to a food truck? They got it for you. So, um, recipes and barbecue. I think we have good recipes. Think we have good, good barbecue. barbecue. <laughs> yes. Like, hey, look. With your name, keep it simple, straight, straight to the okay, point. Yeah, Other people advice, like yeah. it. They understand what's going on, so that way they can have some context. I think short, sweet, to the point. Um, colors are cool 
Um, but with, again, the nature of social media, you making your flyers, you're probably going to go through different things. Um, you know, again, if you're not skilled at the, doing the design work of it, immediately pass that ball because that shouldn't be something that's stifling you for going to go get that LLC and going down to that state or, you know, hitting that website up here if you're living in Arkansas listening to this and paying your fee and getting your LLC or whatever it takes to get the business established. Because a lot of people kind of uh, get stuck at that phase, right, with the branding, yeah. with the promotion, the marketing, all that different type of stuff. They they call it your name they they use it they they almost use it as a as a crutch to say like because i don't have this then Mm -hmm. i can't move forward i Mm -hmm. need to get this done absolutely and your advice is basically saying like don't let that hold you back no absolutely if you don't know what it's called school you know what you're trying to do yeah you know what i'm saying you cutting grass you need to get out there and go get them yards you know what i'm saying like whatever it is that you're trying to do i think the end of what i the goal and the things that I'm tr- I feel like are important to emphasize of today and today's generation is like with the technology and the things that we have in front of us, there's no reason that you cannot conduct the type of research that you would need to manifest what it is that you're trying to manifest, be it watching YouTube or going to enroll at the community college or the university or the trade school or the finishing high school or the five to seven year old young girl that I just seen out there with their parents at the food No, this was a uh, farmer's market this morning and she had her own business and she paid for her parents to eat. She was seven at max and was donating to other children who were in less need. All because I think she wasn't afraid. I said, whose business is this? She said mine. She knew what she was selling. She knew her products. She was doing it. I didn't care what it was called really at that point. You know what I mean? Because the business was her and you're your business. You know, and so that's what you have to understand. And if you don't have value in yourself and can't have and if you don't have a circle, I want to emphasize this. If you don't have a circle of people that's around you, that's encouraging you and that's challenging you, um, then either keep no one around you and continue building yourself up. Because sometimes you got to go and be in that cocoon. It's OK to do that. But also, if you are looking for social interaction and you feel like you would like to share yourself with other people, like start designing your circle. You know, start being intentional with your contacts. And then with that level of selection and importance, I think that builds self-esteem and causes you to realize that you're a valuable creation and you should, you know, uh, again, be in an environment of support that that strengthens those values um, and those characteristics and that refines those values or characteristics because we all need help. Um, but we should not be in toxic centers that are um, devilish or devaluing um, of who we are because you know um, again we uh, esteemed you know blackness uh, I think you gave a definition I don't know if that's on this recording but the uh, and it doesn't matter really who you are and the hue I think you know you and I know you're a valuable creation and 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 you have to recognize that first because if you don't have that you don't respect yourself others won't so you know put good boundaries up while you're trying to do this because even think about this your business is for people to come and get something right they're taken too yeah you know what i mean you 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 know so in that space you know that everybody's taking that's all i'm saying you get successful you're still more more giving i guess more than taking if you are in a place of that with your hands open and you've prepared for this you are ready to give but other than that you know you're going to be feeling like people are taking you know they're taking everything from your ideas and your intellectual property to the energy that you have to go out and manifest and do the things that you needed to do you know what i mean because they're just you know that's the nature of i don't know maybe uh we bear fruit and people eat it 
that actually <laughs> that actually leads perfectly into my final question that I had. Um, you and your wife work together, and you guys make a great team. How do we? <laughs> well, I mean, look, no, y'all, got, y'all got a flourishing business, so something must be going. No, said, tell do it. We? No, just, look, she ain't gonna hear that. Yeah, part she ain't gonna listen, sure. babe. You better not listen. No. <laughs> but, but, how important is building the right team to you? How important is it to to know the right people who gel together to to find those weaknesses, those gaps that your team might be missing and fill those gaps? Tell me your thought process when it comes to building a team and. Even some of the people you might you might who might have made recipes and barbecue possible uh, from all aspects. How important was it for you to find the right people to work with? So there's nothing more valuable than us as 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 beings, as human beings. Um, I think that recognizing the value of people is supremely important for your business. That's like. Uh, you know, from the customer base, but also more specifically to your question about the people that you have close to you. I think that, again, you you want to be strategic in that design and recognize your own weaknesses. Some I know there are different personality types and, and things like that for leadership styles and, and all of that. But when we begin uh, to design the business and this is your brainchild, you do have to sit down and do an assessment and recognize the areas of weakness. Because when you first get started in anything, you'll feel as though you can do it all yourself, but you cannot. So that's one thing that I would like to emphasize. You can't you. you. Let me take that out of my vocabulary. You can try (laughs) hard very hard and it will become difficult and you can press through that and you and you but doesn't that sound selfish yeah so the goal of the business is to share and so to share what you do well including sharing yourself well the the leadership the business the opportunity to employ others with 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 other people that is um that's what it's about at least for me and and the design that i'm seeking after you know um some people may have different constructs and i know today is a little bit more independent you know you can be a one-man army you know on your cell phone and be making millions today but you know some of those people are very insulated and you know maybe dense in other ways um but some of them aren't so again i I hate being general man it's just like uh you know pick a good good selection of people to cover those weaknesses and uh, there's a, a thing that we used to do uh, at a camp that I served called King's Domain, and they would take strengths being the fingers, and we would go like this and say the weaknesses were in between, and so it was like strengths over weaknesses, Ooh, and so coming cool. together, yeah, you know, cool. and so people that you can come together with and, and come together, um, and if you are a praying person, people that can pray with you in manifesting your vision and come alongside you in that way and express the energy unstifled you know uh, with high worship and thankfulness to the creator um, through love and uh, lacking fear and, and uh, other things that stifle but um, uh, yeah doing that and uh, praying for you and not praying on you you know because there's some energy vultures out there you know what I'm saying and so the discernment is of utmost importance for a business owner a mogul or something uh somebody that's trying to manifest because you know um you know people see the momentum um and and i think that's uh just kind of the the nature of it man and it could be a distraction 
you know, some things are just distractions, smoke and mirrors. What's next for the barbecue, man? Oh, man, I'm finishing up this dissertation, bro. I got to get out of here, man. <laughs> we about to take off. Yeah, that's a whole nother we thing, man. We about to man. take <laughs> off. We about to take off. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing. So I'm I'm one of those ABD guys. So I've just been, uh, I guess I'm in my head a lot. <laughs> Mental sweat. <laughs> yeah, my brain is sweaty. <laughs> Trying to wrap it up, the bro. brain but, uh, is sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I need that as a shirt. Yeah, I'm gonna start man. saying that. I'm gonna start saying that's that. That's all like, good, yeah, man. Brain's, Hydrate. 